Hello, everyone. Lindsay here, and welcome back to another episode of Foster Career Chats. The second half of season four will be dedicated to sharing soul-filled episodes, where we will be exploring careers through storytelling, mindfulness, and connection. Today, I'm excited to introduce our guest, Dean Hodge, the Oren and Janet Smith Endow Dean of the UW Foster School of Business, to talk about the importance of storytelling. In our conversation, Dean Hodge, also known around Foster as Coach, breaks down the key components in telling stories that are purposeful, universal, and captivating. Enjoy the episode. Hi, Coach. Thank you for being here today. It's nice to be here. Thank you for asking me. Uh, well, I'm excited to talk to you about storytelling. During my time at Foster, I've experienced firsthand that your stories have sticking power. For example, you attended a team gathering Foster Career Services had over Zoom last year, and you shared your approach to keeping on holiday lights on your home through the month of January. Uh, because at a high level, you described how important it is to have light during a notoriously dark time. Um, and really uh, appreciated that so much. Yeah, it's interesting you mentioned that. I just turned those lights off before coming into work today. We still have the lights on our house. We'll keep them up through the month of February for the exact reason that you mentioned. It brings lightness into a period that's traditionally quite dark, especially in the Pacific Northwest. Absolutely. I, I see a gray sky out of my window today. <laughs> I do as well. <laughs> Well, let's get started with the first question. As a leader, how do you use storytelling in your role as the Dean of the Foster School of Business? I use storytelling a lot. Um, I think being able to articulate something that's really important that you want to share with others in the context of a story makes it one, more powerful and two, more memorable. So for example, you shared that you still remember a story that I told some time ago. And that's what I would like everyone that walks away from either one of my presentations or a meeting that I'm in, if I can communicate the key information in a way that has you take that information and remember it, then I've succeeded in what I would like to do during that time period. So I'm always thinking about how can I frame this information, this important information I wanna convey in a story of some sort. And I think of stories, they have a couple of things they need to do in order to be a, a compelling story. One is they need to be universal. They need to be something that I relate with, but you also relate with. And as Dean, I need to think really hard about that because I'm often communicating with a very diverse body. It might have international students, underrepresented minority students, uh, people that grew up in very different environments uh, as far as their economic situation. And so I'm trying to tell a compelling story that resonates with all of those individuals. And so you need to, you need to make it universal. It needs to be passionate or have emotion to it. And then the last thing, I think it has to have purpose. So what's the purpose of the story? And if you can articulate that purpose within a wonderful story, people are going to remember it. Oh, that's fantastic to hear. And something that we've been working with students on this year um, is that universal aspect where we're calling it the smart grandmother test, that 
that even your smart grandmother could understand. Uh, but I think getting to that purpose, that's a, a really challenging part. Uh, and I'm curious, in your opinion, why is storytelling so important in the business world? Well, first, I think storytelling is so important in all contexts, not just the business world. But, I, you know, business is just a part of our life. And so if we find stories compelling in our personal life, then we should find stories compelling in our professional life. And, and that's my belief. And so I'm going to look for ways, even though I might be communicating numbers, on a graph, I'm gonna to try to do it in a way that's clear, concise, compelling, and memorable. And if I can do that, then we're more likely to have a more effective meeting and you're more likely to leave that meeting having remembered the information that we've covered. So I think stories are critically important to humanity and business is just a part of humanity. That is a really good way to look at it. I agree. I'm curious, how have you developed your skills as a storyteller over time? I try to follow the advice I just gave previously, and that is, what is my purpose? So often I'll even write out, what is the purpose of this event? Or what is the purpose of this speech that I'm about to give? Okay, now I understand the purpose. How can I best convey that? Do I have any stories that I believe would be really compelling that I can capture the information I want to convey in that story? And almost without exception, if you give it some careful thought, you can think of a story, you can relate it to an experience that you've had personally, or you can relate it to experience that you know your audience has had. So that if you're talking to a group of, let's say, graduate students, you know that they've gone through the graduate admissions process. So I can start a story about, wow, how nervous was I when I first had an interview to go to graduate school? And all of a sudden, we now have a personal relationship because we've all been through that experience together. So that's how I approach the storytelling. One, you have to have a purpose and articulate that purpose clearly. And then two, try to think of something that everyone can relate to and then try to evoke emotions by telling a story in a, in a passionate and compelling way. That commonality piece, it even reminds me of this story that you shared of um, the darkness in January, something we all experience. Yes. And, and one, one thing I'll mention, Lindsay, about the universality, um, for example, sports. I, I grew up around sports. Sports in the United States are so... Uh, much a part of our culture. It's not true in other places around the globe. So I have to be careful when I'm talking to certain audiences when I use sports stories, because they might not relate to especially American football, for example. You know, American <laughs> football is American football. It's not football around the world, which is soccer to us. And so you have to be careful and understand your audience that you're speaking to in trying to come up with that common ground that you can communicate and share experiences about. Absolutely, and something that's really interesting that comes up with students when we're working with them on their stories is deciding how, the difference between how personal something is that they can share where it's also professional at the same time. So what I'm hearing from you is really actually thinking what's something that maybe you have in common with someone else. Yes, finding that commonality, I think, is really important because the first thing you want to do is capture people's attention. And you can do that in a couple of ways. One is we can immediately have something in common. 
The other way is I can start with a very compelling beginning that draws you in where you say, I want to learn a little bit more, right? So I might start a story by saying, I'm going to share with you the importance of three numbers to me, 12, 15, and one. And then I break for a little bit of silence on purpose so you can think, what does he mean by 12, 15, and 1? And then I would go on to tell a story about I grew up in the wilderness of northern Idaho where we, on average, had 12 feet of snow during the winter. I went to a schoolhouse where we combined classes, so two grades in every classroom, and there were, on average, about 15 students in each of those rooms. Very small number of uh, students in, in each classroom. And then what that taught me is the importance of paying attention to individuals, to listening to the one person that you're communicating with so that you are present when you're in their presence. And so those are the kinds of things you can, you can either find that common ground right away or start your story in a compelling way that draws people in such that you can then share the story and why the, the beginning was so important. Oh, that's excellent, Frank. I know I was on the edge of my seat wanting to know that story. <laughs> this is the master class on storytelling. I love it. Well, I think it just symbolizes that, and, and we know this from our, our writing classes, that there's a beginning, there's a body, and there's an end. And, and what I just shared with you is essentially the beginning. And then that body needs to be the purpose part. So what is the purpose? And let's make sure that we convey the information we need to convey. And then let's bring it together at the end such that you leave in a heightened state of awareness, hopefully such that you're taking that information and saying, wow, that was really neat. And I'll remember that as I, I go to do my, my next thing or, or whatever you have later in the day. Absolutely. And we see storytelling happening a lot, especially in interviews um, and networking, of course. So I'm curious, what advice do you have for specialized master's students who are looking to communicate their own story to employers? Well, I would two, two simple pieces of advice. One, storytelling is something you learn. So you probably listen to someone and say, wow, I wish I was gifted like that storyteller. That storyteller has likely worked really hard to tell compelling stories. So know that you can learn to be a very impactful storyteller. That's the, the first thing. And then second, just be very um, thoughtful in creating your stories. Stories aren't going to come to you in the moment, right? <laughs> so you're not going to be in an interview and just say, I'm going to tell you a wonderful, compelling story in a meaningful way, and it's all going to come together in just the way that I wanted it to. That comes through hard work, right? So once you decide you want to tell something through a story, sit down, think about what is the intro? What is the body? What is the conclusion? How am I going to make it universal? What is the purpose overall? How am I going to make it emotional or draw people in? You know, so those things you, you actually need to think of in advance. And what happens over time when you're in leadership positions, you start to have a certain number of stories that you can tell in certain situations. And you just become better and better at telling those stories. And over time, you add to those stories. So you become a storyteller with a more diverse portfolio of stories to share. Oh, that's great. Um, and I, again, um, have really enjoyed under your leadership, the stories you've shared as a part of the foster community. It's been really enriching. Um, so that's my own personal experience. And putting you on this spot, Coach, do you have any storytellers that you have looked up to or admired? 
Well, I think there are a lot, any, anyone you think of is a very good uh, speaker is often a very good storyteller. So if we think of Martin Luther King, if we think of individuals like that, uh, they often are very compelling storytellers. And so I look up to anyone that can tell a compelling story because it tells me that they've worked really hard at trying to convey something that's important to them to me as an audience member. And that draws me in naturally. Well, thank you so much, Coach, for, for being here today and walking us through the pillars of storytelling and how you've become such a prolific storyteller yourself. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. Happy storytelling. As we wrap up this episode, I encourage you all to think about who you admire as a speaker. What makes their stories exciting to listen to? And why do you care about what they have to say? This is an interesting exercise because finding sources of inspiration has a unique way of propelling self-reflection, purpose, and enthusiasm. All are important components of storytelling. A big thanks again to Dean Hodge for sharing his time with us. And I look forward to hearing your stories soon.